weird. People kind of lost their minds a little bit when I cut Mark's uh, song down. They should have. Yeah, I got, I got some like, what in the, what the, I got a bunch of what the, hey, Craig. Hey, what's up? Hey, happy Monday. It's a I special. I started to say happy Mother's Day. It's, it's a special Monday edition of Weird. You know, we've missed a few weeks in December, so we're kind of paying it back to our listener. We're trying to get out of a deficit. Thank you, listener, for uh, returning when we return. So here's a, here's a Tuesday, uh, Monday uh, episode for you. Surprise. It is. How are you, Craig? I'm pretty good. Have you seen any movies since we last spoke? No. <laughs> Me either. How do you like that? Um, I, I, I was looking at my, well, I can't say there was a, I have one of those alert systems for the dark web. Yeah. I get notifications from a company called a company that rhymes with, Fly flock. <laughs> Fly flock? Fly frock. <laughs> and they send me information whenever and they think they, they let you know when your videos are up on the dark web. And they were telling me that they were telling me that there's a possibility that there was a dark web there was some information that was uh words with friends and draw something that they reported in two thousand nineteen they suffered a data exposure that could include Well, I haven't I haven't played either of those uh since the 80s 227 million records oh man i've got almost that many records um, i'm gonna take you to go through all those records i don't think i never i'm not really gonna work you know i'm that. dwindling down my record collection i've decided that I, I had so many records some i would never listen to again um took them and traded them for uh some other stuff you keep in the omd right no that one took off the day I got it. Yeah, oh <laughs> I put it right. I mean, for, to have such a good song, orchestral maneuvers in the dark could not. I guess that's all they had in them. You know, I some mean, authors. If you leave, just I mean, don't leave now. Right. Some authors are that way with books. They'll write a fantastic novel, and then their next one's like gr- tr- crap. I think M Night Shyamalan. Sh- sh- no, sir. Same no, way. Sir. He did Six Sense, so and everything wrong. else is garbage. You're so wrong. Six Sense is not even his best movie. I tried to watch his uh, the TV show on Apple Plus. Yeah, the servant. Yeah, with the weirdos with the doll they think is alive. Nah, I just didn't. Nah, hadn't seen it. Nit. <laughs> but that last one he did with the with the uh, the glass part two was was really good. No. Yeah, the first one was bad. Unbreakable. The was, ending of. Glass. Unbreakable is my favorite movie no, he's ever made. No. I love it. Split was pretty good. Split was but, awesome. But, it's it's but, part but, of that but universe. I, I, but I credit, I know it is, but I credit that to McAvoy only. Because James McAvoy is such What a was the name guy. of Glass 2? Mr. Glass? Still Unbreakable. <laughs> Glass. It was called Glass. It's called Still Unbreakable, <laughs> comma, Molly Brown. No. The ending. No, that was Unsinkable Molly the Brown. The ending of that one was, <clears throat> it's up there. Now, Six Sense was good, but, uh. Hey, we're here. We're not here to discuss movies. We're here to discuss some weird news. You know, you know one thing I read about Sixth Sense that <laughs> I that guess we are here to discuss. One thing movies. I read about Sixth Sense that was an obvious thing in front of us we never noticed was that the kid could see people the way they died, like in the condition they were in. So the entire movie, the kid would have seen him with a big hole blown through him. No, that's yeah, no, because he could see all the no. other people. His wound was behind his jacket. 
Uh, we That's how he died. Agree to disagree. This, yeah. this article was on the internet, and it, if it was on because the internet, because you remember when he figured out what was going on, he opened his jacket and there was blood everywhere. The thing is, what you don't understand is that they have to validate stuff before they put it on the internet. It, it do ha- they validate parking? I, well, I'm not sure if they do that. Okay, that's because I'd be into that. That'd be kind of expensive. Expansive. Yeah. All right. Well, let's I'm get not, to. Uh, you're not so chatty now, are you, Aaron <laughs> Lindsay? <laughs> It's Monday, man. <laughs> Who's Monday, man? <laughs> Monday, man. <laughs> it's Monday, man. I'm Monday, man. Story. Feds realize a jailed man's 3,000 pounds of marijuana isn't pot at all. <laughs> I bet he's mad. It was trumpeted as a huge drug bust. Texas Department of Public Safety posted a picture of Facebook <laughs> on Facebook of dozens of boxes, presumably filled with over 3,000 pounds of marijuana, piled in front of a U-Haul truck, stopped by troopers in early December. Turned out to be loose-leaf lettuce. <laughs> no, I don't know what it was, but it wasn't pot. During the traffic stop east of Amarillo along Interstate 40, troopers called DEA agents uh, for help after finding what they thought to be multiple boxes of drugs. Shouldn't they be trained on what a drug is? In Florida, it's in Texas. Why did you play that? Well, the next paragraph. You're confusing our one listener. <laughs> Sorry, listener. Florida resident and Andy, Andy Gonzalez. Why does it say A-N-E-U-D-Y? <laughs> I'm just making it easy. Andy Gonzalez, 39, was accused of transporting the marijuana from San Jose, California to New York City. His name's pronounced Anudi. Anudi. <laughs> he was charged with felony drug possession and put in jail. However, uh, after nearly a month behind bars, Gonzalez walked out of jail a free man with, a char- with the charges dismissed. I told him it was a oregano. It probably was oregano. That's probably. because the marijuana was actually legal hemp. Oh. That's like trying to come through town with Creighton. Yeah. In 2019, Texas lawmakers legalized hemp production, defining marijuana as a drug from the cannabis plant with more than a 0.3% I'm gonna say THC, uh, content, according to the Texas Tribune. A DEA agent testified as being unaware of the state law and confused by the THC content rules. Well, maybe the DEA guy should be retrained. Something. Today in the uh, today we beat the feds. Mailer Cannabis, a law firm specializing in... It's called Mailer Cannabis is the name of the law firm. You can't mail cannabis. Yep. That's illegal. He's a, apparently not. I don't know. His name's Mailer. He's a mailer. Cannabis mailer. It's, a, it's an envelope made of cannabis. That's a cannabis mailer. That's a way to get around it. Yeah. Um, he uh, said, uh, it's a firm. Okay. Today we beat the feds. He wrote in a Facebook post on January 2nd. We maintained from the word go that all he had was hemp. And this morning the U.S. government moved to dismiss the charges against our client. You like that uh, Huey Lewis song, It's Hemp to Be Square? Yeah. I do too. You worked on that for a while, didn't you? Just a second. The law firm is seeking to return uh, re- the return of the property and just compensation for our client losing a month of his life in the custody. Uh, Gonzalez says he's owed an apology uh, in a statement to Law 360. Those are the guys that turn it all around. In one year. In yeah. one year. Yeah. Now, that'd be 352. This is 360. Oh, a year and some days. Do what? A year and some days. Yeah, a few. Uh, a year and a week. I was just doing my job, and the government threw me in jail for almost a month. I fully intend on pursuing <coughs> pursuing justice. He should. Whatever that entails, Gonzalez told Law 360, nobody has apologized to me. Somebody owes me an apology. 
In a statement, Texas DPS wrote that the trooper believed the plant material was marijuana-based on training and experience. Sounds like they need to pay the subscription and update their training. The trooper arrested Mr. Gonzalez and follow, following further questioning by the DEA, DEA task force officer, the DEA officer adopted... Say DEA one more no, time. No, man. <laughs> wear me out. Adopted the investigation and took custody of Mr. Gonzalez and all the evidence according to the statement. If he plays this right with a name like Gonzalez, he can really work this Should in his favor. Good. Um, do you see how I went into uh, DG? You yeah. Know, the, you know. Right. Who says a dollar won't buy much anymore? I know they've got a, one of my favorite employees over there. They, yeah. Well, the one up here closer. AJ at, at, G, at yeah, GD. Yeah. <laughs> DG. Be careful over there. <laughs> they, uh, the one closer to us here has, has uh, CBD. Do they really? I wouldn't trust that. CBD, everybody's making it, but there's you got you got to find like a real reliable source. I didn't well, I wasn't trying to engage in a conversation of the quality of it. I'm just saying they have it. Anything sold at big box stores or little box stores, I would not trust. So you're saying it's like when you go and you get a chocolate bunny for Easter and that Alan didn't steal and you look down it's made by Palmer. Didn't never It's happen. the worst chocolate he ever. He always made. I didn't even know what chocolate bunnies tasted like until I got married. Well, do your family a favor and yourself a favor. Palmer. Never, never buy Palmer. It's okay. like the oil-based nasty. Isn't it like waxy? It's just, it just doesn't taste like chocolate. It's, it's, whole, like, it's absolutely dreadful. It's weird. I think I had one product of theirs that was actually kind of decent. They're going to be they're gonna be mad at you, by the way. Well, Palmer, here's the deal. If you want to change my mind, you can just send me a couple crates of chocolate, and we'll see. Uh, but if you don't mind, instead of sending your chocolate, would you send some MMRs <laughs> or some Hershey's, and we'll make it all right. Some Godiva. Something good. Hey, do you play the lottery? Cadbury. Let me ask you. I play the lottery. You ever, have you ever bought a, like have, a Powerball? I have bought those, but I do not. It's very rare that I would ever do that because it's just like I could set the dollar on fire. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, same thing. I've never bought one. And I've bought them, and I've um, I bought them. And, and just for fun, sometimes it's fun to buy the scratch-off tickets. But I don't buy those. Like I knew a guy that uh, would spend twenty dollars going every day, it's like ten or twenty dollars every week or something, just to do it for fun. He could afford to do it, and I guess the payoff's pretty good on those. But I mean, that's twenty bucks. Yeah, that's like five. That's like four Little Caesars right there. Shoot, yeah, that's like one. That's when that's, that's, like that's one, a pizza lottery. That's like one large blizzard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, this headline: There's some winners down in Flowood, Mississippi. Headline is. Two men accused of gluing winning numbers onto lotto tickets. Because that would perfectly, that would make sense. What are they thinking? You know, when and we what had, are they going to be charged with? Forgery? You know, they got the system down because, uh, you know, there was a store nearby our high school that where they sold a winning yes, number last year. a big, big one. And I was talking to them, and they said, first thing that happens is these guys show up from the lottery. Yeah. And they don't know, they don't tell them anything that's going on, and they basically wipe the information from their machine. And then they come back the next day where then they, I guess they tell them what's going on because they don't want, first of all, they probably don't want any help getting the person to come claim it because they keep the money if nobody claims it. But also, you know, just any shenanigans going on with um, um, interfering with the process or finding the person or whatever. So they don't know exactly, you know, looking at a timestamp and looking on the camera to see who it was and that yeah. kind of stuff. So they keep it really, they've got like a system down. Like, it's like men in black show up or it's something. It's kind of like, it's exactly like that. Yeah. And they didn't tell them what was going on. And now, that, of course, that store got like 50 grand or something for selling sure. the ticket. Yeah. But they didn't know what was going on and they had a very procedural sort of thing they went through to protect because there was a lot of money at stake. So they know where the winning number was sold oh, as sure as they oh, pull absolutely. it. Oh, well, yeah. 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 Well, they, 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 I'm sure they 
type it into the old system and it comes up and says, okay, this ticket was sold in Nashville and you know, this store, a Mapco or something. All right. Well, uh, authorities in Mississippi say two men attempted to scam the state lottery commission by submitting a losing ticket that had the winning numbers glued onto it. And so, so again, it also has information on it about where it was sold. And it also has all a barcode that gets it scanned. It has all kinds it? of stuff. This, this, this is as smart as the guys that planned to blow up the old Hickory Dam. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Percy Priest Dam yeah. in Nashville. Because they thought, okay, people that don't know this about Nashville, there were two guys, I don't know if it was in the 90s or when it was. It wasn't that, I don't think it was the 80s or 90s maybe. They had this idea. They were going to blow up <laughs> the Percy Priest Dam, and they were going to flood downtown Nashville, which, by the way, is about six or seven or eight miles away. It's, yes. it's, it's a ways away. And um, then when the when the downtown was flooded, because in their mind it was going to be like flooded, <laughs> underwater, like underwater. In the, oh, brother, where are they? Yeah, at the end, they were going to dive in and rob jewelry stores or something. It was like... That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. This is right up there with that. Gluing numbers on the front. Why wouldn't you... Oh, guess what one of his name is? Russell. Well, here, here's the thing. And Otis. Otis Latham. <laughs> Otis Walker. Aren't, there's some Lathams around here, aren't there? Hey, Otis. So, so, so here's my question. Okay. Why wouldn't you, just like a good forgery, you would go to the trouble of making it look like a real piece of paper, why wouldn't you reproduce a forged ticket man i don't know on that paper and print the information <laughs> who, who yeah get gluing? in the photoshop and and do some magic there find the paper you know do everything because if people can come up with oh speaking of forging stuff i was uh, this is the kind of father i am after the uh after the joke of the missiles fired uh at our army bases right uh i was going to uh forge a army letter to my son telling me he's drafted. drafted. We well, you know there's a there's a scam going on. People can text yeah, messages. Yeah, that's like, what I was going to do it. It's not how that works. You don't get drafted you, over text. You're going to get an official letter. or Yeah, yeah I was going to make one of those. Yeah. But anyway, I didn't do it. Uh, Lori would have been angry. Okay, back to Mississippi. Otis Latham. How do you think, wait, first of all, if we had to send all of the, the, the of-age men that we have now yeah. that are 18 years old, a little older, where would they store their avocado toast in their backpack? Uh, they would put it right next to their vapes and their and their designer coffees. Yeah, like, where would they keep all that stuff? In a special like, backpack. is there a dunk? Is there a Dunkin' pocket for in Dunkin' a Louis Vuitton? Is there a Dunkin' like, like your Louis Vuitton backpack? They'd have one of those customized. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Not, that's not what that is, but it's nice. I love it. Okay, Otis Latham, age 47, and Russell Sparks, age 48, both old enough to know better, were arrested Monday and charged with offenses including uttering counterfeit instrument over $1,000. I think if I become a famous Hollywood actor. Tim Robbins? I'm going to I'm going to go my stage name's going to be Russell Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> the State Lottery Commission called Flowood Police about the fake ticket earlier that morning. Sergeant Adam Nelson said Officers were told the suspects presented an altered $100,000 ticket that appeared to have the winning numbers glued onto it. The men, both of Columbus, were set to appear in court Tuesday. It's unclear, Craig, if they have a lawyer. With all that money. the episode of Beavis and Butthead where they go into Kinko's and they take, <laughs> they don't even take paper dollars, they take coins. I had no idea you were going to bring up Beavis and Butthead. And they, and they it's hysterical. <laughs> Actually, a mutual friend of ours from school worked for kinkos fedex kinkos and they play he told me one time they used that at a at an event they played that clip because they go into like a kinkos and they they take the the uh the coins and put them on the copier and they just kind of roughly tear them out of the paper (laughs) 
And they go up, they go up to the guy and he's like, oh, I can take this. Isn't really goes. Oh, maybe this will change your mind. <laughs> Gives him some more. Gives him some more. He keeps. <laughs> he, he keeps sliding it across. He, he he slides another piece of paper that, mind you, is just a picture of one side of the coin. So go, Maybe this will change your mind. <laughs> That's hilarious. They were very funny. Anywho, I love Mike Judge. Uh, oh, King of the Hill is one of my favorites. I love that. Mike show. Judge is funny. Girlfriend assaulted after complaining of man's gas. Well, I would say she was assaulted before complaining. <laughs> I would say so, too. Case closed. Wichita Falls, Texas. Oh, everything's bigger in Texas, too. This had to be terrible. Wichita Falls, catches, Texas, catches, <laughs> catches in Texas. A Texas man accused of choking and headbutting his girlfriend oh. because she complained about the smell of his flagellants <laughs> has been jailed on an assault charge, police said. What kind of charge? Fecal surprise. Assaults. What? Assault, depth, assault charge. Depth charge. Officers in Wichita. This is our uh, newsreel moment. Oh, yeah. Officers in Wichita Falls, Texas, responded to a home on Sunday afternoon rep, uh, following a report that Christopher Ragsdale had assaulted his girlfriend, police said in a probable <laughs> cause affidavit. In more ways than one. She told Christopher that his fart smelled horrible, and he got mad Fecal and grabbed surprise. her by the hair and pulled her to the ground. The affidavit said, speaking in a really cool southern accent, adding the woman told police that Ragsdale choked and headbutted her. The incident occurred at a friend's house, and that friend called police, the affidavit said. Well, people like this, do you think he would be proud of how offensive it was? I think he would have owned it. Yeah. Well, he did own it. Ragsdale remained jailed Wednesday on a complaint of assault family violence. Jail records do not list an attorney who might speak on his behalf. It doesn't say it here, but they had to put him in... Uh, Solitary confinement because everybody was complaining. <laughs> the other inmates were complaining. Got a story here submitted by the uh, weird band leader Mark Patch. Florida woman threatened to rob McDonald's if she didn't get extra dipping sauce. Rob, put yourself in jail, get a criminal record over a pack of sauce. <laughs> yes. Indian River County, they, Florida. They only charge, what, a quarter? Do they? I know I, if you get a 20-piece, you get like four. I'm saying if, if, if at the most, if they were going to charge you, sure. you know, 25 yeah. cents. Uh, before the sun could even rise on New Year's Day, McGuire Marie McLaughlin found herself in handcuffs. Sorry, it's McGuire Marie Allen McLaughlin. Oh, I'm sorry. Good grief. Deputies with the Indian River County Sheriff's Office told the news the 19-year-old became unruly at a McDonald's when the employee told her extra dipping sauces cost 25 cents. What did I say? You said it. An argument ensued. Without giving specifics, McLaughlin reportedly said she would get the sauce by whatever means necessary. I'll get that sauce by whatever means necessary. That was actual audio. After bursting into the uh, profane tirade, deputies said McLaughlin shouted that she would rob the restaurant if she didn't get her extra sauce. You know what? I'll rob you if I don't get that extra sauce. Deputies arrested her at 347 a.m. What time, Craig? 347. 347 a.m. A.m. Devil's hour. What McDonald's is open at 347 a.m.? They're 24-hour drive-thru. What is she? She's threatening this through the drive-thru? I, I assume. I don't know, but usually McDonald's are at least 24-hour drive-thru. I didn't know that. I'm never up at this time. Again, that's me from years ago. I don't know. I don't keep up with it. I, because I don't go to McDonald's. Although I say that, and I've been there twice this week. <laughs> yeah, I say that too, and I go all the time. <laughs> the only reason I went is because it was a dirt cheap meal. I got a dollar. Well, it's convenient. When I've been working a long day. I went to hours, and it was it's always horrible. Yeah. And I went through the drive-thru and got through fairly quickly. How was the food? 
Was it warm? To be honest with you, I got just a regular McDonald's cheeseburger and a small fry. Yeah. And the burger, the top was like toasted like it wasn't soft. It was kind of yeah. not hard. I've it, had those there. Yeah, just it wasn't ideal. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 3.47 a.m., she was arrested for disorderly conduct because she allegedly locked her legs and refused to walk forward. Well, she didn't have the key. Deputies placed her in a mechanical restraint. Jail. What? Like uh, like Sounds of the Lambs. What's his name? Uh, Hannibal Lecter. They put her in a mechanical yeah. restraint. She uses the lotion. Oh, thanks, Buffalo Bill, <laughs> whatever the name was. Jail records show she also faces a charge of resisting arrest without violence. Authorities released her around 1 p.m. when she posted her $1,000 bond. So her pack of sauce cost her $1,000. That's what happened. And, and, yeah. and, and a record. <laughs> Romanian cancer patient set on fire during surgery. Oh, no, not again. We've had this story. Film at 11. <laughs> but this is new, so it's happened again. A hospital patient has died after being set on Ooh. fire during surgery in Romania. Surgeons at... Floriasca, Floriasca something hospital in Bucharest uh, used an alcohol-based disinfectant on the woman, 66, before carrying out the operation for pancreatic cancer on the 22nd of December. I mean, pancreatic, she probably just, you know. <laughs> well, you can't look at it like that, Dr. Craig. But here's the thing. they That's should they, they said. They, I don't know why they used the alcohol-based disinfectant, but they did not know you shouldn't light the lighter in front of it when you sprayed it. <laughs> I bet there was a laser involved. She suffered burns to 40% of her body and died in the hospital a week later. They kind of did her a favor because that's a miserable. Stop. I, I'm not I'm not being flippant about it. That's just a miserable. Look, think of everybody you've ever known that's had oh, pancreatic yeah. cancer. Yeah. It is just a miserable oh, descent. Yeah. And, and just. But I don't want to check out early because of well, it. I don't want her to be burned to death. I'm just saying that between the two, you know, if it's going to happen. No, I, no. I'm also not exactly on uh, – uh, I'm not thinking straight this week, so I may that may not be socially acceptable, what I just said. What's different than any other week? True. Um, police have opened an investigation into the woman's death, local media reported. The victim's family told Romanian media that they hadn't been told of the gravity of the situation. Did they have to be told about gravity? Did that know this already? <laughs> you think doctors would have learned that. You think in school... Hey, they, my scalpel fell. Uh, Why isn't it floating? They, they were only told it was an accident. We found... Out some details from the press when they were broadcast on TV stations. They said, "We are making, we aren't making accusations. We just want to understand what happened and exactly what kind of accent we're talking with right now." <laughs> what is that? It kind of sounds like a mix between up north and out west. I don't really know. You're way out west. I am not. Uh, Health Minister Victor Mustache has promised his <laughs> coastache. Yes, has promised. Pr- 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 Promised to investigate the traumatic incident. It's getting late. Uh, we hope to learn from this troubling episode, he said in a statement. Both myself and the Ministry of Health team that uh, that I coordinate will do everything possible to find out the truth. The truth is out there. <laughs> Deputy Minister Horatio Moldovan added, The surgeons should have been aware that it is prohibited to use alcohol-based disinfectant during surgical procedures performed with an electric scalpel. Oh, that's like one of those turkey carving knives. Yeah. yeah that's what they use over there in Romania. Yeah. Well, it's that yellow one your mom's had in her drawer for like 30, 40 years. <laughs> yes. You know the yellow and white yes. one that's kind of yes. faded? Of course I know the one you're talking about. Romania spends the least per resident on its healthcare system of any 
uh, European Union, is that EU? European yeah. Union country. It has the highest child mortality rates on the continent, and the government has not built any new hospitals in the 30 Good years grief. since the fall of communism. So they're still using communist hospitals. Yeah, the commies are taking care Communals. of you. Communals. yeah. Communals. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Headline is that is true. We we I, I have no answer for you. That's we go from an accidental fire to a purposeful fire. You mean that's a you, fire? You mean arson? Yes. Woman tries to set her boyfriend on fire for not celebrating her new job at Subway. That's just <laughs> that's just evil. Why would you not? Why would you not want to celebrate Yay. all the discount Subway sandwiches? <laughs> Look, you go yeah, really. You. you can, you, congratulations, you. Yeah, you buddy. Way, way to go. A woman in Arizona is facing serious charges after she allegedly tried to set her boyfriend on fire because he wouldn't celebrate her new job at a Subway restaurant, according to a report. Now, Craig, um, uh, Arizona's 3TV KTVK did a much better job of telling this story than we could, so here we go. She threw lit, like, lighter, lighter fluid, yeah. And lighter matches? Yeah. Lighter matches. Yeah, no, those are no, lighter matches. Luckily. An Avondale grandmother accused of trying to light a her grandmother. boyfriend on fire. Meemaw's Good evening, everybody. Well, that woman got a new job and wanted to celebrate, but police say <laughs> Grandma her boyfriend wasn't into it, and that made her mad. A bizarre story here. Brianna Whitney talked exclusively with the victim and suspect's family about what happened. Hi, are you Jason? Yes. Jason Davis lives in a quiet Avondale mobile home, but dealt with a situation he never saw coming last Wednesday night after his girlfriend got a new job at Subway. He sounds awful young He's to be dating a grandma. He's face on camera, and he says it all started with a few drinks. Always. Oh, drunk or whatever, and then we had an argument, and she then she tried to... You know, threw some uh, stuff on me, and then uh, you know, <laughs> stuff happened. According stuff to court happens. documents, Kathy Jones tried to light him on fire, dousing him in lighter fluid and using matches, telling police she was upset because he wouldn't celebrate her being hired at the sandwich shop. What did she want to do? Oh, she was getting drunk. It? Yeah, she was kind of mad about that. So, did you expect to have her try to light you on fire? Well, no. Clearly, he did. <laughs> <laughs> Lighter fluid, yeah. And lighter matches? Yeah. Did What's a lighter match? They cut out no, the part no, where he's no. talking to the interview. The police report says he locked her out while he called 911, but then she slammed the door so hard that she's now facing criminal damage of the property, too. Jones admitted to police she had drank two Smirnoff ice drinks and two strong mixed drinks. <laughs> My mom has never, ever done anything like this. And I was like, whoa, what? What? What's going on? But her son spoke to us on the phone today, <laughs> saying this kind of behavior is out of character for his mom. Well, she was this drunk. Was the first thing I've ever heard of my mom doing something extreme like this. My mom's never been in a. He sounds person. older than a boyfriend. Why is he on the phone? The situation was. <laughs> he lives out of state, probably. He isn't giving up on his. I wouldn't live close to the woman like that either. <laughs> you, you got my ten dollars for this interview. Yeah. Jones was charged with aggravated assault and criminal damage. Her son says they're talking with attorneys now to figure out what the next best step is. Guys, back to you. Uh, back to you, Craig. Uh, she threw it back to us. She threw it back to us. Uh, thank you, reporter. So uh, you got, I got some bad news. You got you to deliver to Kimbo. Oh, no. What happened? I just got news. Olivia. No. Oh. Close. Uh? Ed Burns has died. Vince Fontaine. Ah, the news, yeah. the, the TV celebrity they had. Yeah, at the how dance. about that? He ain't Jack Sheridan, but still. 
Well, he's uh, what seventy seven Sunset Strip and yeah. But uh, this is only this is after Buck Henry died, and now this guy, it's like all these people are dying. It's like I actually thought Buck Henry went on in a long time. I ago. actually didn't meet Buck Henry, but I stood next to him at an event in Vegas one time. I was like, "Cool, that's Buck Henry." And you just walked over and stood next to him. I wasn't doing much of anything. And I was he just, said, "I was." As I recall, he was standing next to, next to Penn Juliet, and I could see because really? I, I was looking at Penn's belly button because <laughs> he's tell like anybody because he's like fifty because he's like fifty feet tall. <laughs> No, I mean he literally. You stand next to Pendulier, you're standing next to like a. He's, he's a, huge. He's a he's a big, really big guy. He cries himself to sleep on his great big. Not his pillow. great big pillow. And Buck Henry's like four foot one. If he's anything, what's wrong with that? Nothing. But he went well a lot. Well, I mean, next to you would want to hang out with Penn if you're that short because it just makes you look worse. Buck Henry grabbed a waitress and said, "Can you get Tim Robbins away from me? He's yeah, leave me alone. breathing down my neck." I know. And I actually was. <laughs> 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 All right, go ahead. Uh, so anyway, hey, we've had this story before too. I love these stories. This happens a lot, but not with so many. Man impersonating officer pulls over van <laughs> full of officers. I hope they beat the crap out of him. Hicksville, New York. Hicksville. According to the Nassau, That's where you're from whatever. According to the Nassau Count Nassau Nassau County Police Department, a Hicksville man was arrested for criminal impersonation last week on August 16th. Detective. Well, that wasn't last week. Is Hicksville the town in uh, Green Acres? That's Hooterville. Oh, okay. Same thing. <laughs> Sir, please. Uh, detectives say the 25-year-old of uh, Val- Valerie Portlock yeah. of Gerald Avenue was traveling on Hicksville Road in a black Nissan Sentra when he activated his air horn and the emergency lights built into his car in an attempt to pull over the van. As it turns out... The van was a comp- uh, was occupied by Nassau. Nassau. Why would you such a problem with Nassau? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Uh, county electronic squad detectives. Uh, the detectives, while stopped in traffic, identified themselves and then approached his vehicle. He fled the scene, swerved into <laughs> oncoming traffic, and refused to stop. He continued to drive at a high speed onto Long Island Expressway. Highway patrol officers were notified and spotted Portlock initiating a traffic stop. So he ran for the cops, <laughs> then took a second to, this guy has to initiate serious, a traffic stop. This might be Joker. He's got some serious mental issues. He was issues. placed under arrest without incident. He's charged with first-degree criminal impersonation, second-degree reckless endangerment, and unfa- unla- unlawful fleeing from a police officer along with multiple VTL violations. Um, there was a guy locally here that was impersonating an officer. Did you see that? No. It was down closer to where you live, and he... Um, was it in our little town? Uh, one down the hall. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> down okay. the hall, down yeah. the hill. I think the guy was like driving around. They were like, be on the lookout for this guy. Wow. Pulling people over, and yeah. You know, we just finished the holiday season. This story comes to us from last year. Headline is, Taco Bell employee reportedly throws chair through window after being called away from a holiday party. Have you been to the, uh, the new one? In Hendersonville? I have not. No. Yeah, yeah. Is it nice? Oh, wait. Not the one on Indian Lake. No. There's three in Hville now. Really? There's one on New Shekla. And it's brand new, huh? Right next to, uh, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I'll next try. To Maybe I'll go get a $10 box of nachos. It's a nice new looking one. I guess it's open now. They finally had the concrete port for the uh, for the drive and everything. And it looked like it, I haven't been down there since, but I'm sure it's probably open now. But Well, some people. You know you've arrived when your town or the town we grew up in. That's three Taco yeah. Bells. And don't think of the day when I was there, I wasn't looking at that double long, that double long box of nachos. Man, 
Don't eat it all. I no, that's all I can say. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not eating any of it. Don't eat it. I'm not. Eating it was it. delicious. Me and Lily enjoyed most of it. So, so your dog's gonna die from Taco Bell. So go ahead and tell me the story. All right. Some people really hate leaving a party early. A Taco Bell employee was arrested after causing severe damage to one of the fast food chains loga- locations in Michigan. Authorities are still investigating the incident, but it's believed that the incident was sparked when the employee was called away from a holiday party to clean up the restaurant. Why didn't he just refuse to go if he wasn't scheduled? Dakota Allen Jablonski was arrested on Christmas Eve. He was taken into custody on allegations of malicious destruction of property over $1,000 and disorderly conduct. Jablonski reportedly threw a chair through one of the restaurant's windows and caused other damage to the interior of the business. When authorities arrived on the scene, they believed that he was tempting, attempting to break into the restaurant. I wonder what, what for. I mean, if he was called down there to clean up. Well, he was just mad or something? Some, why would he have to break in, though? This is confusing. <clears throat> I'm very confused. According to the Hillside County prosecuting attorney Neil Brady, Jablonski was at an employee holiday party when he was called back to work to close the restaurant and clean up. So he wasn't working that night, got called to come back and close it up. Yes. And he was not happy. And I he bet he didn't have a key. And it made him mad. No, he's just mad. Well, okay. Why would he go that far instead of just quitting? Yeah. In other Taco Bell news. Oh, we got another story about Taco Bell, apparently. Back to back here. In other Taco Bell news. Double shot. Surveillance cameras recently caught a customer in Kentucky stealing a donation jar from the counter and hiding it in his pants. That's dirty money right there. Yeah, it is. The money was being collected for an employee's child. The incident occurred at a Taco Bell in Pikesville. Police say that they've identified the man in the footage as Jeremiah Allen Vance. Yeah, JV. Yeah, JV. Or Jav. Jav, that's a good one. Authorities say that the suspect attempted to steal receipts from the register when employees weren't looking in an apparent attempt to take food he hadn't paid for. Well, how does he think it works? You don't go up and give them a receipt and they make that food. Uh, then he took the uh, donation jar, concealed it in his pants, and stole an estimated $150. Well, well you know, there was the thing with Chipotle where... They fired the manager because these dudes kept coming in, and she's on camera saying, "You guys are gonna have to have money if you want to pay." They were they. She got fired because she was doing what you always do, which you, you make people pay before they get their food. Right. And she was calling them out on camera because they always come in there trying to dine and dash or whatever. They don't have any money. And I think later on they actually there was actually video or record something of the guys or Twitter was back and forth or something that the guys are talking about you know they're catching on to him and they kind of incriminated. Why did she get fired? Incriminated because uh, because companies are stupid. They they don't take the side of their own employees when you know they don't take That's time ridiculous. to investigate. Maybe they have a rule that they looked at it as she was being robbed and she was arguing with. No, them. it's on video of just her being because the um, although she was. I don't know what her ethnicity was. They were a bunch of black guys. So I can't remember. She was like, I can't remember. It didn't scream she's racist. Yeah. She was just saying, you guys oh, I never have money when you come in here. And they're like, where's my food? Where's my food? You don't have money. She And I've worked retail where you deal with people like this. Yeah. And instead of saying, well, what's the truth behind this story? And then eventually, you know, they just – they're going to take the scaredy cat thing that, you know, to say, Oh, we're sorry. We've made a mistake. And then, so they don't get sued. Yeah. It's just absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. Well, let's get to this. It's the top 10 Mark patch, top 10 Mark patch, 10. It's top 10 Mark patches. 10 Mark patches. (laughs) Top Mark patches you've ever known. We are 
falling fast. It's the Mark Patch Top 10. Top 10 scariest things ever, ever, ever. Really? Ever. All right. Well, let's start. I think number 10 should be number one. Clowns. Clowns are scary. Yeah. Especially after Stephen King's it. Second one's not even real. Top 10 scariest things ever. Number nine, zombies. Zombies do not scare me. Well, they're not real. No, they're not. Number eight, burning alive. Now, that's something to be scary. That's pretty scary. Yeah. Number seven's not real. Slender Man. Yeah, that's not. Uh, no, not at all. Now, I think number six actually is a really is a, is a classic. Well, it's, sure. It's hand, it goes hand in hand with anxiety. It's got the unknown. Being fair, afraid of the unknown. Uh, number five of the top 10 scariest things ever, being lost in space. Okay, that's just silly. I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> I've seen both seasons of Lost in Space. I used to watch the Irwin Allen show, Lost in Space, with Bill Mummy. Those people met cool creatures, cool people. They always had food. They had a spaceship. Yeah. What's scary about that? I don't know. I just wanted to say that. (laughs) Did you see the Tim Allen version? No. Sigourney Weaver was in that. What are you talking about? Lost in Space, the movie. true. It is true. Oh, Tim, Tim Allen? Yeah. You talking about John Hurt? No, Tim Allen with uh, Matt LeBlanc. No, I'm talking about the one with Tim Allen and uh, Sigourney Weaver. You're making this up. I'm not making it up. It's not the same story, though. It's something pretty much. I, you're a liar, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, top ten scariest things ever: drowning. I would say it probably is while it's happening. You know, I've never been afraid of drowning. No, with, I'm saying while it's happening. Well, wh- when I was younger, um, an aunt told me that. She learned in medical school or somewhere that drowning is the most peaceful way to, to I've die. I've heard it's painful. She said that you fall asleep before any pain starts. Like, she, she's, like she's done it. Well, I guess they learned about it. I mean, how, do, how would you know? I don't know. All right, number three. Number three of the top ten scariest things ever, being stranded on the open ocean. Don't ask me why, but when I first read that, I thought it said being stranded at the opera. <laughs> that is scary. Oh, stop. Number two. Where's the fat lady? Number two, I should just have enough class to just ignore and not even say. Top ten scariest things ever. <sighs> Fear. What? That's not a scary thing. That's, that's, that that's, that's, that's an that's, emotion. That, that's, that is, that's another word for fear. Yeah. It's scary. Fear. That's stupid. Whatever. Now, number one is legit. Top ten scariest things ever. Being buried alive. Yeah. That doesn't scare me because I know how to get out of it. How? Didn't you watch Kill Bill 2? I don't remember how to get out of it. Yeah. That was a movie. She got out of it. The way you get out of it is have them run with those bells with a string down to you. <laughs> That's not how she got out of it. Now, did you ever see the uh, Tim Mathis? We probably talked about this, but the Tim Mathison movie, Buried Alive, it was like a USA oh, movie. Oh, yeah, a long time ago. And, and all the all the things that happened just happened to work at Visit Manage. They didn't have time to embalm him. It was pouring down rain. There's all this different stuff that happened. And he essentially crawled out of the grave because it was so wet. And yeah. He wasn't dead from the embalming. And then he takes his revenge. I actually, as... TV type movies go. It's from the nineties. Uh, Buried Alive. I think it was Tim Mathis. Good movie. Good movie. It was the time. Sounds good. Really good. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. This has been a special Tuesday, uh, Monday edition. Really? Why do I keep saying Tuesday? Why do you say what day it is? Maybe it's not Monday. We don't know. That's true. Uh, episode three fifteen in the book, in the can, ready to go. Tell all your friends. And how about somebody get out there and give us a review for? Oh, a we could use some reviews. I meant to talk about that tonight. Give Please. us some reviews. Go to iTunes. Go to your favorite podcast app and give us reviews please or give us little stars we'll tap hey, on the stars tell your friends and thank you for listening thank you you're all we got left darn it back up you creep